Hello again, everyone. It's time to get in the zone with Bartow Sports Zone, your source for local coach interviews, local sports news, information, and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone bench warmers, Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios, and we're on the Zoom connection. We'll be joined by Brad Stevens and Jackson Hyde a little later on this morning. So welcoming you to Barto Sports Zone. On today's show, in this opening hour, we'll visit with the two basketball coaches at Cartersville High School, Mike Tobin of the Hurricanes and Charisma Boykin of the Lady Canes. In our second hour of the day, We'll talk a little NFL playoffs, Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars, local high school basketball updates. We'll talk about the wrestling state tournament uh, with the duels championship this weekend, some swim team updates, NBA basketball with Brad Stevens, we hope. And of course, we'll wrap it up with some college hoops chat. We're only seven weeks away until Selection Sunday. So we hope you'll stick around with us. For the next couple of hours, we're glad you've joined us. We remind you that you can always find us online at BartosportZone.com for your daily local sports news and updates. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well at BartosportZone. And our free podcast downloads are available on your favorite podcatcher and your favorite listening devices. Just search for Bartos Sports Zone Podcast. We're brought to you by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Wilson Pools, and Three-Way Campers. And right now it's time to get started, so we'll welcome in our opening guest of the morning, Coach Mike Tobin of the Hurricanes. Good morning, Coach. Morning, Charles. Glad to have you with us this morning. I see Jackson Hyde has joined us as well on the Zoom connection. Good morning, Jackson. Uh, Good morning to both coaches. Thank you very much for being here. And, of course, Alan, keeping all the wheels spinning back at WBHF. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, all. Welcome back to the Zone, Coach, and Bartow Sports Zone. Uh, we're uh, we're past the midpoint of January and well into the region schedules these days. The Canes uh, always get a late start due to the football playoffs and blending those players in. If you will, catch us up on how the season has gone so far for this year's group. Well, like you said, Charles, we uh, obviously got our football guys a little bit later. Um, but, uh, man, I've been pleased with how well our guys have competed. Um, uh, won won uh, quite a few games that uh, just because we competed hard, a um, couple tough breaks and lost a few. But I'm, I'm real pleased with how hard our guys have been working. Outstanding. Tonight's game at the Storm Center will be broadcast here live on WBHF. Matt Santini. And Ryan Santamaria will have the call. The girls' game will tip at 6.30 with the boys' game to follow. So we're looking forward to that. For those of you that can't make it out to the Storm Center this evening for Cartersville and Woodland, we'll have it here for you on WBHF. Coach, uh, since many of your football players uh, mix into the lineup uh, during December, how important does that make it – in the summertime, as you're preparing for the season, when you have that time together, how important does it make that period of your preparations? Obviously, that's incredibly important. And uh, Connor and, you know, when Frank was here and Joey, you know, we're coaches here. Um, we've always worked well together. You know, thank goodness, you know, some some schools, are, uh, you know, they don't work too well together, football and basketball coaches. But 
we usually try to do it in uh, June where we got uh, the kids can play uh, basketball and then July they're, you know, concentrate on football and, and we try to schedule it where they can do morning workouts with football and the afternoon workouts and in, in basketball in, in June. So that's a huge, huge, um, you know, part of our system. And uh, we've had a unique set uh, setup. You know, last year we had uh, Jalen Scott had a shoulder injury, so he didn't play it all last year. Colin Fletcher didn't play last year. Um, so those two are have got a lot of minutes this year. Um, so they're getting back in the swing of things. But what I want to say to you, too, is that uh, the game actually is starting at 6 tonight, not 6.30. So varsity girls start at 6. Okay, we'll share that word out there. I think that was picked up from the Max Preps uh, schedule that's out there, Coach. So you might want to check on that and get it corrected for us. Uh, but we'll spread that word as fast as we can. Coach, I believe uh, we've got about 90 seconds. I want to uh, kind of tell everybody you're 6-9 and nine overall right now, 0-3 oh in the region. Those three region losses have been by two points, by four points, and in overtime. So you've been really, really close. What have been the strengths of this team so far? And then a few of the deficiencies in about a minute. Well, uh, without a doubt, our, our strengths have been our defense. Uh, kids get after it, um, doing a lot of good, uh, good things, pressuring the ball. Uh, boxing out, being physical. Um, and for sure, defense is better strength. Uh, deficiency is, is our shooting percentage, and a lot of that is just you know guys getting back in the swing of things. Um, our free throw percentage has, has been uh, not good, and that, that, that's hurt us all three games. And we've been spending a lot of time. In fact, I've got about six kids rolling in right now, working on their free throws uh, in the gym as we speak. So, um, for sure, our, our shooting percentage is the thing that's. Uh, been our deficiency or our weakness right now. He's Coach Mike Tobin of the Cartersville Hurricanes. We've got their game for you tonight here on WBHF. They're going to tip the girls at 6 p.m. We'll take a break and be back with more from Coach Mike Tobin and the Purple Hurricanes. Come check out the nationally award-winning options at St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Located at 77 Allatoona Road in Emerson next to the Family Fun and Bowling Center, St. Angelo's features all kinds of specialty pizzas, wings, salads, pasta dishes, subs, and more. And try the garlic knots. Absolutely delicious. St. Angelo's has a full-service bar and plenty of big screens to catch all the games, too. Visit today or order online at St. Angelos.com. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Glad you could be with us this morning. We're visiting with Coach Mike Tobin of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes boys basketball team. And, uh, Coach, we always like to do this our first time through when we visit with our basketball coaches to let you take us through your roster and share a little bit about uh, each of your players with this uh, with our audience this morning. Outstanding. I've got a – I'll go through it by grade level. i got a soft, four sophomores. Caden uh, Baldwin's been doing a real good job for us. Um, got real high basketball IQ, sees the floor well, um, sets guys up. Caden's uh, been doing a good job for us. Um, obviously, uh, Jamari Bryce off the football field, all-state football player. He is just starting to uh, get in the swing of things and uh, has uh, two really good practices, last two practices. 
Um, he's done a great job. Jumps out of the, uh, he can jump out of the gym. Great vertical, very athletic. Um, then the next sophomore is Jake Johnson. He's going to be a really, really good player for us next two years. <clears throat> he's improved a bunch. And then last but not least, our last sophomore is Parnell Gamble. He's got, he's going to be in his uh, first game back. He's been driving him nuts. He had a concussion, so he's missed our last uh, three or four games. So it's going to be nice to have him back because he's one of our best perimeter shooters. Um, so th those are our sophomores. And then our juniors, I've got um, uh, Chandler Matheson. He had a great tournament down in uh, Carrollton. He was uh, all tournament, uh, had some two really good games in Carrollton. And then Monty Tolbert, also a football player. He's been playing real well, one of our best perimeter shooters. Uh, Monty does a great job. Seth McClinic, uh, excellent defender, always working his tail off, a good hardworking kid. And then last but not least, uh, another guy who's improved so much is DJ Kane, our leading rebounder, um, 6'8". Um, each year he's gotten so much better. So um, we're proud of, proud of all those guys. And then last but not least, we've got our seniors. Uh, I've got uh, uh, Romo Pace. You know, he was all-region last year. Also uh, played football for the first time this year. Had a great year in the football field. Uh, real competitive, real passionate, emotional kid. And uh, he's had a real good year for us as well. Uh, next up, for we got Tyron Milner playing his first year with us. He, same thing, he can jump out of the gym, and uh, um, he's had a good year for us. Uh, next up, we got another kid off the football field, didn't play last year, um, Colin Fletcher. Man, he he's, he always gives 100%, flying all over the floor, and and uh, he's he's played a lot of minutes, uh, a lot more than I anticipated just because he competes so hard. Uh, next, we got um, Jalen Scott. Hey, Jalen Scott, uh, same thing, couldn't play last year because of his shoulder. I mentioned that earlier. He's done a great job for us inside. And then uh, last but not least, I think I missed one senior. Let me see who I'm missing here. Don't want to miss my senior. Oh, good golly. Sam Wheatus, man. He Sam has done a great job at point for us. Came out real strong. Same thing. He didn't play for us last year. So we're getting all these guys uh, in the mix, starting to get a little chemistry going. So hopefully we'll have a strong finish. Coach, a lot of our audience will know already, but uh, here's your chance to recognize your assistant coaches and share a bit about them and their responsibilities for this season. Man, I, I've been so fortunate to have, uh, you know, most of my staff have been together for 11 years. Uh, freshman coach does a great job. Don Good, uh, great rapport with the kids, uh, loves working with the kids, and uh, we're lucky to have him. And then also we call him Mr. Enthusiasm, Sed Ward. Been together for 11 years. He's my varsity assistant, does a great job, gets kids fired up. And then last but not least, Corey. Corey was uh, Corey Tobin, my son, and uh, he, he's done a great job uh, at the middle school and here at the high school. Now he's doing JV and uh, JV. I don't know if they've lost more than one or two games. They've uh, they've uh, had a real good season, and uh, just fortunate to have all three of those guys on our staff. Middle school, we got Dante Pinker, first year. He does an outstanding job, um, real enthusiastic, and then also Brian Adams too. Uh, Brian's been with us for for a long, long time as well. So. Great staff. We love these guys. Coach, let's kind of transition to uh, your region slate, Region 7-5A. It has third-ranked Hiram perched at the top right now, and Calhoun is currently 3-0 and in region play. Those two play each other next Tuesday down at Hiram. Dalton's only loss was to a, to a Hiram team that's been playing really well. Uh, Woodland played Dalton to within five points on Tuesday night. With all that said, it's a six-team region, so 10 region games. We move to the middle third of the region schedule tonight. 
uh, it appears we have virtually every team in the mix for one of those top four seeds and a top four finish in the region tournament coming up in Calhoun in February. Tell us how you would evaluate Region 7-5A right now. Well, going into the season, I you know, thought uh, Hiram, uh, talent-wise, was uh, the cream of the crop, and uh, it looks like that's the way it's uh, panning out right now. Um, they're outstanding team, and they added some kids, uh, I think two or, two or three kids from the key churn. So they're they're a rock-solid team, and uh, they're very, very good if you look at some of their scores. Um, and then, then the rest of the way, I thought I figured everybody else could be in the mix, and that's kind of the way it's panning out. The uh, like I said, I, I, I watched that whole uh, Dalton uh, Woodland game, and Woodland, you know, had a, a three-point attempt with about thirty seconds left to tie it up. So, so uh, you know, everybody's right there. You better be ready to play every night. As our uh, local coaches, basketball coaches, have rotated through the show this season, we've. We've asked several of them about the new implementation of the 35-second shot clock. Tell us your take on the new shot clock and the rules. Uh, I, I honestly think it's more of a headache than anything. It's just it's just, it's causing more problems than it's helping anything. Um, we've had quite a few situations where the person running the clock they weren't quite sure if they should add add time or or uh, yeah. It just it seems like it's been more of a headache. And it really, as far as uh, delaying the game. I mean, I haven't really noticed anything as far as it affecting, the, you know, people stalling. Um, I mean, it's it's to me, it's been more of a headache than anything. Well, Coach, you've got uh, the game tonight at home against Woodland. You're at Rockmark tomorrow afternoon. Uh, that's on the schedule. At Hiram next Tuesday and at Cass one week from tonight. Seems like a pretty quick turnaround in this region slate. It really is. It really is. But it's, it's fun, man. We've had – We've had some fun, fun games, man. Like I said, when we played Cass Saturday night, this place was packed. You know, I've been here 21 years in this in this uh, city, and uh, that's the the most packed I've ever seen at Storm Center, at least personally. And uh, you know, we went over to Calhoun, and that place is packed. You know, we got passionate fans. We got passionate fans. So it's been fun. Yes, it's a, a you know great atmosphere for these kids to play in. And you know, we were in this old region where we went and played the Sandy Creek and Lagrange and Troop, and you could have heard a pin drop. So it, it's it's been a, a really, really fun year. He's Coach Mike Tobin of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. We'll have their game for you tonight live here on WBHF. A little bit of a time change from what we've been uh, talking about all week. Uh, the pregame will be at 545, and the girls will tip tonight at 6 p.m. Matt Santini and Ryan Santa Maria will have the call for you here on WBHF. Coach Mike Tobin of the Cartersville Hurricanes, thank you for joining us this morning. Thanks, Charles. You guys take care. Yes, sir. That's Coach uh, Mike Tobin of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. Again, we'll have that game for you tonight here on WBHF. Woodland at Cartersville, 545 pregame. Girls will tip at 6 and the boys will follow. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service, construction repair. We make swimming easy. So WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook.
Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here on the Zoom Connection, along with Jackson Hyde of the BSZ team. We've got Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios. We want to thank Coach Mike Tobin of the Purple Hurricanes for joining us in that opening half hour this morning. And now we'll welcome in our second coach interview of the day, the Lady Canes head basketball coach, Charisma Boykin. Good morning, Coach. Great morning to you. How are y'all? Doing very well. Glad to have you with us this morning. Welcome back to the zone and Bartow Sports Zone. Let's just jump right in here. Last season was your first year at Cartersville. Uh, the Lady Canes finished only four and fourteen, two and eight in Region Seven Five A. But this year has been a different story. You're currently sitting at ten and four on the year, off to a two and one start in the region, heading into tonight's game with Woodland at the Storm Center. Share with our audience just a little bit about how the early portion of the season has gone thus far, and and to what do you attribute the big turnaround? Oh, man, I don't think a lot of people um, expected this so soon. Um, but from the summer, the spring, and the amount of work these young ladies put in, um, I couldn't be more happy to be their coach. Um, we're finally buying in. Um, they're showing up the two days. Um, I also have great coaching staff. And also we have a strength program that's ran by Coach Corey Gochi. And we're like tag teaming. And those girls are, are doing basketball skill work along with strength and conditioning, and, and it's paying off and it's showing. Um, so we focused on that uh, this summer and in the spring, and now the results are showing. Well, you mentioned your assistant coaches. Just kind of run through that staff for us, if you will. Okay, uh, A.J. Mosley, he was actually a former player uh, for Coach Tobin. He's now um, playing overseas uh, in Canada, so he'll be back in the spring with us. Um, we have Morgan Jones. Um, she's uh, also a former player. For the Lady Canes, uh, she's here with us, and Hannah O'Shields. Uh, she's a new teacher here, new coach here. She also coaches softball. So uh, we have a pretty good coaching staff. Um, they're, sh- they're showing up. Um, anything I ask, um, they're doing it. They're working. They're putting in the work. So I'm really appreciative of, of my coaching staff. Well, Coach, as you knew before you got here, coming from Carrollton, Cartersville's a uh... A, f- a football town, so it's a nice problem to have. But share with us a little bit about the scheduling issues it creates in the early part of the season for you. Uh, it's really not a problem for me. Um, and I do know uh, uh, about Cartersville being a, a, a football town. And, and what's so crazy, I have a really great relationship with Coach Foster. Um, he's given me so 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 many pointers. Um, he's like a mentor. Him and his wife are like mentors to me. So I don't really have a a conflict with it, but um, it's like uh, the the basketball program is just growing. Even in in the the audience and the fans, they're coming out, they're supporting, and you know, and I and I get from him too. Like when you're winning games and and the the, the audience, they they come out and watch you. You gotta show, you know, you gotta show results, and and people love to see you know teams winning. So we're, we're getting that now. We'll let you talk about each of your individuals on the roster after the commercial break that's coming up. But last year when you visited with us, we talked a lot about player development and having patience in developing those skills for your returning players this season. How do you feel like you achieved those goals? I have some leaders. Um, I have two seniors, three juniors, two sophomores, and three freshmen. And when you have some veteran team, um, 
I don't have to say as much because they already know what's expected, especially for, for my freshmen. And they have been leading, very vocal. Uh, we emphasize on communication a lot. Um, and I kind of want my juniors and my seniors to to do all the, the full monitoring and the talking. And, you know, we have specific meetings sometimes, especially with my upperclassmen on what, what's expected. You know, they can listen to your sure. coach, and I understand they respect me and they listen to me, but they're also want to listen to those girls who've been here and know what's going on. So I have great leadership now that I'm dependent on, on you know, my veteran girls to, to uh, share with our younger girls. Coach Charisma Boykin of the Lady Kings. We'll take a break and be right back. What separates Styles Auto Care from others? Hey folks, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. If you look past the fact that no other auto repair facility provides the different services that we offer at Styles, it's our people. As soon as you walk through the front door, you see a difference. A warm, comfortable family atmosphere where a mom and her children are comfortable. Friendly faces that greet you with a smile. Knowledgeable staff that truly listen to your concern. Styles Auto Care, 1261 West Avenue, where you'll always be treated as family. Good morning, friends, and welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here, along with Jackson Hyde on the Zoom connection. Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studio. And we've got Coach Charisma Boykin with us on the Zoom connection as well. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF in Cartersville. Coach Boykin, one of the things we like to do here on BSZ is let our coaches talk about their student-athletes. So, if you will... Just kind of take us through your roster, share with our audience a little bit about each of this year's players. Yes, sir. This is the easy part for me. Um, Campbell Rogers, she's a senior. Um, we did not have her last year. She played uh, a couple years before, um, but she decided to come back out. Great young lady, great role player, great shooter. Um, so she's finding her, her she's finding herself um, back again, and she works very hard, so she's going to be fine. We have Caitlin Arnold. Um, if, if anybody have seen her play, she is a fireball. She will run through the wall for you. Um, she's one of those type of kids that have blood on her jersey um, after she gets done playing. She plays really hard. Um, you'll be able to check her out for the next um, three years, but um, I'm definitely um, happy with having her. She's a freshman. Um, we have Ansley Griffin. Um, she's a junior. Uh, she's a shooter. Um, very nice kid. Um, she's a role player. Um one of our, our leaders on our team. So um, you guys will be seeing Ansley again. We have Addie Burns, which is a freshman. We have Molly Joe Williams. She's also a freshman. So we won't have three freshmen on the team. Um, they're learning. Um, they're working hard in practice. They're, they're, um, they're just getting adjusted to their role and what to do and the new system that we're having. So they're adjusting. Um, we ha- I have two sisters that came from Maryland, um, and it just came out the blue. They came right before uh, right before the fall league by the name of Niel Kemper and Sanai Kemper. Um, Niel is a junior and Sanai is a sophomore. Um, really hard-nosed kid, great kids, um, very competitive. Um, one is playing the, the power forward and one uh, is playing on the wing. Very versatile, very strong. So we are definitely happy. Um, to have those kids. They're from the state of Maryland. So, you know, I don't even ask any questions why they came, how they came. I'm just grateful <laughs> that they were uh, um, the assets to our team. Um, Lane, uh, she's she is a sophomore. She was actually my starting um, point guard on last year. 
So Lane is a great shooter, um, great leader, um, positive attitude. She also plays softball as well. Um, very well coached kid. Um, so I'm grateful to have her. And then my last one, Taff Bradley is our post player. She's actually um, having to play a really big part this year. Um, we're actually being our only solid post player, um, averaging uh, almost in double figures and rebounds right now. And um, the expectations for her are set really high and she's doing her job. So we have a solid 10 and those 10 are, are getting it done um, for right now for the results that we're getting. Yes, I would agree that uh, they are getting it done. You mentioned the softball uh, and the connections between those two teams. Softball had a, a pretty good season in the fall as well. So I, I would imagine that a lot of that kind of carried over into basketball. Oh, oh my, it, it did. And we, and me and coach, uh, softball coach, we actually don't even have any conflict. You know, sometimes in the summer, we practicing around the same time we're working out, but, you know, we understand um, the, what's the goal. And I, and I do believe those girls know those softball girls know what it feels like to win and it's carrying over and the same effort um, that they put out there is, is showing in basketball. So we try to work together. We don't try to um, have any kind of conflict so the kids can just play. And I really, uh, I'm really for the student athletes playing more than one sport because at the end of the day, um, Cartersville, I'm with the whole entire program and I try to support every, every, um, every sport there is. So I'm excited. Sure. Region 7-5A has the uh, third-ranked Hiram Lady Hornets in there. They're at the top of the standings, uh, kind of like the boys' side. Calhoun is also 3-0 and in the region heading into tonight. We move into the middle third of the region's schedule this weekend. Uh, the Lady Canes currently sit third with Dalton at 1-2. and two. Uh, Cass and Woodland are both 0-3 in league play. Kind of give us your take on this region. Where do you see the Lady Canes fitting in? for tournament seating and then in the battle to earn one of those top four state playoff berths? Um, I don't mean to really, you know, sound sound cocky, but I'm very confident um, in my girls. And I always set the expectations and the bar very high because if I don't do it, uh, they won't believe in themselves. So um, as far as the – I don't really get into rankings or, or standings, but we will be we will be in that top four, but I do tell them day in and day out. Um, these games are these games count, and you we can't afford to not show up every night. So um, I'm expected to be in the top four. Um, I'm expecting to go to the playoff, um, and I know that you know. If, and a lot of people wasn't expecting the type of season that we had this year. So I feel like if we believe in ourselves. Um, the the coaches believe um, in the girls and and the the, the fans and uh, the family, and we have the support that we have. Like we can really do something that hasn't been done in a long time around here. Well, you've had a, an outstanding season thus far. We hope to see that continue. I want to give you one last shot at something we've been asking our basketball coaches as they roll through here. Uh, ask you a little bit about the 35-second shot clock. New this year uh, being implemented by GHSA. Your take on the new shot clock. Thank you, God. I'm glad it's here. Uh, <laughs> it, it speeds up the game. Um no one is having to milk the clock anymore. And now you have to play possession after possession. So now you're able to see who's doing what on defense, um, how well you can hold a team, uh, and just being disciplined. So I really love that part about the game, and I learned that a lot. Just, you know, just being a former player from Carrollton, we believe in defense, and that's exactly what I'm trying to teach these girls. So I'm loving the shot clock right now, to be honest with you. Well, thank you for joining us this morning, Coach Charisma Boykin of the Lady Kings. 
Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all having me. That's Coach Charisma Boykin of the Purple Hurricanes. We'll have their game for you tonight here on WBHF with pregame at 545. Matt Santini and Ryan Santamaria on the call. We'll take a break and be back with Jackson Hyde, and uh, we'll talk some more sports when we return. Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment, but did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experience, tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply with Husqvarna mowers, High Sun ATVs, Premier Buildings, and Superior Trailers. We have it all at Nine Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We cruise into hour number two of BSZ this Friday morning. Glad you could join us here on WBHF. We're brought to you by Elite Stone Supply, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Wilson Pools, and Three Way Campers. We want to thank our guests. From the opening hour this morning, Coach Mike Tobin of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes and Coach Charisma Boykin of the Lady Canes. We want to thank those two coaches for giving up their time this morning and joining us to catch us up on some Cartersville High School basketball this morning here on Bartow Sports Zone. Next week, uh, we plan to have Coach Alex Dispro of the Adairsville Tigers. We had a little mix up a few weeks back uh, with Coach Dispro, so we're going to try to get him back on the show next Friday morning, and we'll have another guest or two. We're kind of holding those slots open for right now. We'll have more information on that as we move into next week, and we'll remind you that tonight here on WBHF, beginning at 545, we'll have pregame for the Woodland at Cartersville basketball games. They will be here live on WBHF this evening, Matt Santini and Ryan Santamaria will be on the call. So uh, if you can't make it over to the Storm Center for that local action, uh, we'll have it all for you live here on 1450 AM and 100.3 FM. Jackson Hyde's with me this morning on the Zoom connection. Alan Sanders is keeping us alive on the air on WBHF back in the WBHF studios uh, Jackson, uh, we always like to do a little community NFL update. So we'll talk a little bit about Trevor Lawrence, the second year pro out of Clemson and Cartersville High School with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He helped lead the Jags to the third biggest playoff comeback in NFL history last week. Jacksonville fell behind 27 to nothing in the second quarter. Uh, In that half, Lawrence threw four interceptions in those two quarters. Uh, The Jags scored on a last-minute touchdown pass from Lawrence uh, to make it 27-7 at halftime and then outscored the Los Angeles Chargers 24-3 in the second half to pull away with a 31-30 win. Just a highly entertaining rally. Uh, All the – wild card games last weekend well maybe the exception of the Monday night game were awesome games but uh the local interest that we have here in that particular game to 
for Trevor to have is probably a bad a first half of football as he's ever had in his life. Uh, I think that'd be fair to say. I know from from high school on, I don't think he had had as as bad a luck as he had in the first half, and then to turn it around and have one of the one of the better second halves of his of his football career while still young, still a an awesome job by him. Just shows his mental toughness and his ability to to forget what happened in the first half and, and make it happen in the second half. Uh, real proud of him. Big stage for them this weekend is uh, tomorrow night in, in Kansas City. That'll be a, a, a heck of a stage for Trevor. Alan, back in the WBHF studios, we'll bring you in here for just a second uh, wearing your Atlanta Falcons hat this morning. But uh, we all kind of put on the Jacksonville Jaguars hat occasionally as well because of our Trevor Lawrence interest. Oh, you know, I, I said this uh, earlier in the week on Bartos Morning News. The wife and I hadn't watched hardly any NFL for the last couple of years, but we are like, you know what? We just finished the college championship game. We still kind of have that football craving, so, you know, we haven't watched uh, Trevor Lawrence, and it's a wild card game. Let's just go ahead and tune in. So we literally set aside the evening. We got some, some, some snacks, and we were sitting down. I got to be honest, after the first quarter, we said, you know what? We just don't <laughs> want to watch this. We just we feel really bad for interceptions. Two questionable whether or not that was his fault, but two, I'm like, oh, a little pressure. And so we decided, you know what? We don't want to ruin our Saturday. Let's just put something else on. I woke up Sunday just to check the score, and I was like, <laughs> I can't believe we turned off the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was an amazing rally in the second half, and congratulations to Trevor. And, of course, uh, we got to see all the uh, – Social media activities after the game, Jackson. I thought it was kind of funny that uh, they kind of highlighted the fact that uh, uh, he and his wife and some friends made it to Waffle House after the game, Jackson. Yeah, I don't know if there was any kind of paid endorsement there or not, but uh, Waffle (laughs) House surely got some press this week over over Trevor's visit. But that just shows you the kind of person he is. He's down to earth. Uh, He didn't go to the Palm or anything like that after the game. He went to Waffle House. That was Awesome move on his part. Well, tomorrow afternoon, they'll be at the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, could be a, a real challenge for the Jags. They've been on a nice little roll, but the Chiefs will be about an eight-and-a-half point favorite in that one, Jackson. Yep. Uh, having to go to Kansas City. Um, Trevor's played in some loud environments, obviously in college, but it's going to be a, a raucous crowd out there, playoff game. Of course, Kansas City coming off the bye, which is uh, – uh, not good for Jacksonville either, so it'll be uh, be fun to watch. I'll definitely be tuning in, uh, and I'll watch all four quarters. I'm not going to make a make the mistake, Alan. Made. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we'll we'll revisit with the other NFL playoff games a little later on in the show. So stick around. Uh, but uh, congratulations again to Trevor and the Jags, and we'll be watching tomorrow as they take on the Kansas City Chiefs in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. And as I mentioned. We'll talk about some of those other games a little bit later on. When we come back from this next commercial break, we're going to take a look at our local high school basketball roundup. We'll talk about uh, the state wrestling tournament this weekend and uh, a little bit of a swimming team update as well. So please stick around. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. 
Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goals. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We'll transition now into our local winter sports update for you. Let's start out with basketball we'll, as we kind of run through each of the five schools in Cartersville and Bartow County. We'll start out with the Excel Christian Girls. They're still seeking their first win of the year. They've uh, returned to basketball action after uh, several years of not having a team. Uh, they're at 0-11, 0-4 in their region in the GAPS organization. And as we mentioned, uh, under coach Katie Deems-Jones, they're looking for their first win of the year. The Excel boys are 10-8 and on the year, 6-0 and in Region 1, Division 1 AA of GAPS. That's the Georgia Association of Private and Parochial Schools. Uh, under Coach David Archer Jr., they beat Praise Academy and Unity Christian last weekend. They beat Shiloh Hills on Tuesday. That was the other unbeaten team in their region at the time. Uh, they are at Dominion Christian tonight, out of their region uh, schedule. And then next week they'll be at Shiloh Hills again on Tuesday, at Praise on Friday, and then have a home game with Hearts Academy on Saturday afternoon. Jackson, you and I were talking about uh, – the basketball teams during the commercial break excels one of those teams with an excellent shot to go deep in their state tournament. Absolutely, uh, six and zero oh in their in their region, ten and eight overall is a little bit skewed. They played some really quality, uh, high level, high uh, classification basketball teams and played them well. I look for them to, to definitely have a, a a deep run into the state playoffs there for for Coach Archer. You know, in the GAPS organization, uh, they're going to have three teams to qualify for their state tournament out of their region. If they hold on and get that number one seed and then finish either first or second in their region tournament, they'll get a bye all the way to the quarterfinals of the GAPS state tournament. So they would only be one state tournament win away from being in the final four in the GAPS organization. Yeah. Proud of Coach Archer and that bunch. They're, uh, uh, He's done a really good job. Fine coach. Obviously, he's coached for many years at the college level and other places. So not surprising at all to me to see them uh, having the success they are. The Adairsville girls are 10-8 and eight as well on the year. They're 5-3 and three in Region 6 AAA. They've had a few stumbles here of late. Uh, they won at Gilmer last Saturday to end a five-game losing streak. Uh, they won uh, Tuesday at Gordon Lee as they jumped back into region play, and tonight they will be at Ringo. That's a real key game for the Lady Tigers tonight. The Adairsville boys are 12-7 and seven on the year, 7-1 and one in Region 6 AAA. Uh, they trail only LFO under Coach Alex Dispro. Uh, they won at Bremen last Friday night. They won at Gordon Lee on Tuesday at Ringo tonight. The Adairsville boys are one of those other local teams, Jackson, that look like uh, they're in pretty good position to have a chance to make a run at the state tournament. Uh, absolutely. They're a, a solid team. I've, I've got to see them play a couple of times this year. Uh, they really get after it, a high-energy bunch. Uh, proud to see them doing well. And they're in a region where they've got a chance to 
to uh, to win that region. They will regular season and definitely have a chance in the, in the tournament. You know, they're kind of feeding off their hot run at the end of last year. Uh, lost a couple of key players, but they've been able to keep it going. Really, really impressed with what Coach Dispro's done there with the Tigers. Looking now at the two Woodland teams, they'll be at Cartersville tonight. The girls 2-15 and 15 on the year, 0-3 on the uh, region schedule. Uh, they've dropped nine in a row. Uh, their last win was back on December the 10th at home against Coosa. Uh, they lost at Dalton on Tuesday. They're at Cartersville tonight. The boys at Woodland are 2-16 and 16 on the year, 0-3 in region play under Coach Kip Dyer. Uh, they've lost nine in a row as well. Uh, they, uh, their last win was against our Murchie back on December the 16th. That was at the Rome Christmas tournament. Uh, they lost at Dalton on Tuesday. They will be at the storm center tonight and we'll have that game for you here on WBHF. The Cartersville girls, we had coach charisma Boykin on this morning. They've won uh, five of their last eight, including a big overtime win at home last Friday over Cass. They did lose to, at Calhoun on Tuesday and they'll have Woodland at the Storm Center tonight. Jackson, um, I know you were at that Cartersville Cass game. Uh, you've been impressed with what you've seen so far out of the Lady Kings. Absolutely. Coach Boykin is, uh, if some of you may remember, some of our listeners may remember her at Carrollton as a player. Um, if there's a team that represents their coach any better, I haven't seen them yet. They are a heck of a team defensively. They get after it. Uh, really impressed with what she's done there. And I think she's got a really good chance. She said she wasn't being cocky and she wasn't. She was just being honest. They're, I think they're a playoff team. Really impressed with their start. Yeah, they've been off to a good uh, start this season. I believe at 10 and 4 on the year, 2 and 1 in region play. The Cardsville boys still looking for their first region win. They had, uh, where the girls had an overtime win, the boys had an overtime loss to Cass last Friday. They also lost at Calhoun on Tuesday. They're 0-3 in the region, uh, but all three of those games have been by two points, four points, and an overtime loss. And I'll turn to Brad Stevens, who's now joined us on the Zoom connection. Uh, Cartersville, really close, even though they're 0-3 in region play, Brad. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to get the football guys uh, in basketball shape, and that's what they're doing. And, you know, Romo Pace uh, having a heck of a season so far. I know they're kind of riding him and his performance right now and. You know, Coach Tobin will get everything in gear, and uh, I guarantee you they'll be competing for a region championship in the end. But they're very athletic, lanky, long. Uh, they're really fast. Uh, so, you know, the, the future's bright there. They just got to tweak a couple of things, which I know they can do. Charles, let me jump sure. in here. Having been uh, listening on the board to those games, the big thing, and you heard Coach Tobin say it, they have got to get better at the free throw line. Those are free points they're giving away every game. Yeah, they've had a tough time, uh, I mean, even shooting the basketball. So uh, some of that uh, will come and go as the year goes along. But uh, you hope that that shooting percentage, both from the free throw line uh, behind the arc and just your normal field goal percentage will increase as the year goes along. Uh, turning finally to the fifth team on our list, the Cass uh, girls and boys, the Lady Colonels had an overtime loss at Cartersville last Friday. Then a 70-point loss to number three Hiram on Tuesday night. They're at home tonight against Dalton. They're at 12 and five on the year, but still looking for their first win in region play. Brad, yeah, been a tough year for them. Go, Coach Jackson's got a young lineup. They don't have a lot of height out there, so they're having some struggles with some teams that have 
Uh, you know, they're having a rebound in trouble, which is uh, you know, to be expected there. But, uh, you yeah, not the season they want so far, but you know, there's still time to turn it around and make some uh, noise in the region tournament and still get into the playoffs. And then quickly, Jackson, the Cass boys, 79 on the year, one and two in region play. They won an overtime battle at Cartersville last Friday. They lost at number three, Hiram, on Tuesday. They've got Dalton tonight. A uh, huge, huge game tonight uh, at home versus the Catamounts. The, uh, other than the hiring game, the uh, other two games, they've really uh, played well, as athletic as a cast basketball team has probably ever been. Uh, similar to the to the girls, like lacking a little bit in the height category, but uh, they make up for it for aggressive athletic play. The Colonels next week, uh, both teams at Woodland on Tuesday, then home again on Friday against the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. It seems like that's a really quick turnaround. Uh, those two uh, matchups, home and home, just a couple of Fridays apart. We're going to take our next break here on Bartow Sports Zone. And uh, then when we come back after the news break, we'll catch you up on the local high school wrestling scene. We've got a big state tournament going on this weekend. And we'll even touch on a little swimming and the state meet when we come back. We've got some NFL playoffs and some college basketball to talk about as well. Stick around. What separates Styles Auto Care from others? Hey folks, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. If you look past the fact that no other auto repair facility provides the different services that we offer at Styles, it's our people. As soon as you walk through the front door, you see a difference. A warm, comfortable family atmosphere where a mom and her children are comfortable. Friendly faces that greet you with a smile. Knowledgeable staff that truly listen to your concern. Styles Auto Care, 1261 West Avenue, where you'll always be treated as family. Morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here on the Zoom Connection, along with Jackson Hyde and Brad Stevens, Alan Sanders, back in the WBHF studios. We've been catching you up on the local high school sports scene. We ran through all of the basketball teams. Let's now talk a little bit about high school wrestling. Uh, very quickly, uh, the Adairsville Tigers, they lost in the second round of the Class AAA State Duels last weekend at Pike County. The Tigers won their opening round match, but then lost to the host Pirates in round number two. They are now preparing for the uh, traditional format of the wrestling season that will be coming up, along with Cartersville, who was a four seed in the Class 5A state deals last weekend. They lost to number one seed and host Harris County. Uh, Harris County actually did advance to tomorrow's Elite Eight at Jones County High School, where we will have two of the local teams, uh, the Woodland Wildcats, the runner-up from Region 7-5A. They won uh, their first and second round matches last weekend at Greenbrier. The Wildcats beat Northside of Columbus and the host Greenbrier to advance to tomorrow's Elite Eight at Jones County. And then the Cass Colonels, the defending state champions in the state duels, uh, they are also the champions of Region 7-5A. They hosted the first two rounds of Class 5A last weekend and defeated both Northgate and Ware County to advance to tomorrow's Elite Eight again in Gray, Georgia at Jones County High School. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the bracket and how that's coming up. The uh, quarterfinals, guys, East Side taking on Cass in the first round. 
on the same side of that bracket as Harris County and Ola. That's the top half of the bracket. Then down on the bottom half, it's Woodland and Cambridge and Locust Grove against Jefferson. And, of course, looks like Cass and Jefferson are the top two seeds. But there was a little bracket controversy that went on this week. I know there was a wrestling committee that had originally uh, had Woodland going against uh, Ola in the first round. Uh, and both of those teams were in the opposite half of the bracket from Cass. The GHSA office intervened, according to Coach Koontz from Cass. I talked to him a couple of times this week. Uh, and uh, they did not want, for some reason, Locust Grove and Ola to be in the same half of the bracket. So they made that change. That now puts Woodland against Cambridge. Uh, Cass's first-round opponent didn't change, but it did put Ola in their half of the bracket along with Harris County. Uh, Brad, I know you've been attending those state meet duels. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you've heard on that controversy this week. Well, there's a lot of angry people on the cast side of things, and for good reason. Uh, that seeding changed up without consulting anyone. They just decided on some seeds, and then later on down the line said, oh, never mind, we're going to do it this way instead without anybody really knowing why. Uh, and you know, I think they feel really disrespected. Uh, by the whole thing, and uh, you know they don't really care who they have to wrestle. I can speak for th those folks; they they're ready to go. But uh, they just don't like the disrespect shown uh, after you know years of being competitive in wrestling, uh, defending state champions, and you know to be kind of done that way really rubbed them the wrong way. And I think they're going to use that as motivation in this tournament. Uh, you know, but, but you know, they've already wrestled Ola once this year. If they do indeed meet them uh, and beat them head to head in the duels at Cass. Uh, back in December. So, you know, they, they've proven themselves, but, uh, you know, Ola's going to have a big chip on their shoulder. Uh, you know, and Ola matched up real well with Jefferson. And, uh, yeah, that could have been a crash course right there that could have derailed Jefferson, but uh, that's not going to happen now. Ola's on the other side of the bracket. I'm not saying Jefferson's going to have an easy road, but it's a lot easier now that Ola's out of the big picture. But let's not forget Woodland, who went over to Greenbrier and took care of business uh, and beat everybody and got back in this thing. I mean, they're a proven program, no doubt about it. It could be an all Barto final. Yeah, and it was last year. Jackson, 30 seconds. Your take on what happened with the bracket controversy. Uh, I, I think I think Jefferson was probably behind it. I'll just put it out there. That's that's kind of what I think. And uh, uh, I hope Cass keeps that in their back pocket. And if they get a chance, I hope Woodland knocks Jefferson off. But if, uh, if Cass gets a chance, I hope, they, I hope they just step on their throat and beat them as bad as they can. <laughs> we'll take a time out here on Barto Sports Zone. We'll be back to talk some more uh, when we return. Whether you love them or can't stand them, surprises are part of life. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you get ready for whatever life throws your way. He'll work with you to meet your changing needs and to help you end up where you want to be. And while there's never a good time to experience unexpected costs, Derek can help make them feel a little less unexpected. For an appointment, call Derek Strange at 770-386-4545. Edward Jones, member. SIPC. Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Appropriate bumper music, Alan, because we're going to talk a little swimming now, and there's smoke on the water. So uh, we'll we'll give you a little tip of the cap there. 
Coach Sean Williams of the Adairsville Tigers has the only local qualifiers at this point for this year's state meet. That'll be January the 31st through the February or through February the 4th at the Georgia Tech Aquatics Center. Uh, what's the common denominator for the Tigers? Well, it's a young man named Cooper Brown. Brown is on the 200-yard medley relay team that has qualified along with Gabriel Greenway, Andy Barnett, and Landon Smircina. Uh, Brown is on the 200-yard freestyle relay team that includes Luke Altizer, Braden Riser, and Barnett. And he's also qualified for the 200-yard individual medley and the 100-yard breaststroke. So uh, a tribute to him this week. Uh, still a little bit of time for uh, swimmers to qualify for that state meet. But right now, Adairsville, the only uh, school with state qualifiers in wrestling. That's kind of a wrap on our local winter sports uh take here on Bartow Sports Zone. We catch you up on basketball, wrestling, and now our local swim teams. Let's turn our attention now uh to the NFL playoffs in our final minutes here of the show this week. Uh the super wild card weekend uh completed last weekend. We're now on to the divisional round. 14 teams down to eight that still have a chance at Super Bowl 57 in Glendale, Arizona. Last weekend's games, probably Jackson, the only true upset in the NFC was the New York Giants over the Vikings, and a lot of people wouldn't even consider that to be an upset. The other wins were the 49ers over the Seahawks and Dallas over Tampa Bay on Monday night. Uh, That Giants win, though, was big because they had to go on the road to do it. Yeah, uh, I think as we talked last last Friday morning, I thought the Giants had a really good chance of one in there in Minnesota. I thought Minnesota had had skated by, had a fairly easy schedule. Record was a little better than the team. Uh, so not surprised at all by that. Uh, you know, the, now it gets down to the, the teams that had a buyer back in play. We'll see how they come back out of those buys. But I, I expect all the I – pick, I pick all the home teams this week to, to get the victories. Over in the AFC, Brad, the, the Jaguars, we talked a little bit about Trevor this morning. Uh, the big 31 to 30 comeback win over the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers went into that as a two point favorite. So there's a bit of an upset there. Uh, the Bills beat the Dolphins. The Bengals eliminated the Ravens. So uh, no other big surprises in the AFC. No, not really. I mean, the Chiefs are in this thing. Again, uh, they're going to be in as long as they have Patrick Mahomes. Uh, that guy's just electric. Uh, and, you know, Jacksonville's going to have to go there to Arrowhead Stadium, which by most accounts is the hardest place to play in the NFL. So good luck to them. And the Giants going to have to go to Philly, another really tough place to play. And Philadelphia, to me, has had maybe the best season of anybody. Um, you know, that's, So that's going to be a tough out for them. But uh, I really am excited about these playoffs this year. A lot of Georgia Bulldogs out there, a lot of local guys. Trevor Lawrence is in there. You know, So this is going to be a, a, a lot of fun uh, to watch this. But I feel like you know Philly's going to come out on top this year. Kansas City, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite over the Jags tomorrow. That's a 4.30 kickoff. Philadelphia favored by a little more than a touchdown tomorrow night. Uh, Those are the games uh, tomorrow. And then on Sunday, the Bengals at the Bills, a 3 p.m. kickoff. Buffalo favored by five-and-a-half. And then Dallas at the 49ers. That's the evening game Sunday night. San Francisco favored by three and a half. Interesting announcement by the NFL last weekend regarding the AFC Conference Championship, Jackson. If the Bills and the Chiefs both win this weekend, their conference championship game will actually be in Atlanta. 
uh, yeah, you know, exciting for maybe some local folks to get in and see some uh, NFL playoff football, which, uh, you know, the current state of the Falcons probably might be a year or two before we get a home team in there. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, be interesting to see, and I think it's going to happen. I think the Bills and the Chiefs are both, um, you know, being at home is huge in the NFL, especially this time of year. So I expect uh, expect a game in Atlanta next weekend. Yeah, and the folks uh, may be scratching their head this morning as to how that can happen. Uh, it's because they didn't get to finish that game with the Bills and the Bengals. So uh, if those two were to make the finals uh, to eliminate that seeding controversy uh, in the AFC, they decided to play that game at a neutral site. And uh, believe it or not, when they do the uh, mileage on that, that's – about halfway between those two locations to play the game in Atlanta. So that's why they chose the Atlanta location. Brad, uh, we want to spend these last two minutes, give you a chance to talk a little NBA. Uh, I pulled the top-tier teams uh, at the midway point of the NBA season. The Celtics, Nuggets, and Grizzlies kind of have separated themselves from the rest of the uh, Eastern and Western Conferences. Uh, well, you know, in, in Boston gutted out an overtime win over Golden State last night, uh, big time for them. Uh, in over, they had an 8-0 run to start the overtime to win the game. I mean, Jason Tatum and those guys are playing lights out right now. Uh, I think Boston is the best team in the NBA by far. Uh, if I was picking somebody to win it, it would be them. But, you know, the, you can't count the Bucks out. Uh, you know, the Suns, you know, they're, 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 those guys got some talent. But, you know, the way that the, the Celtics have meshed that roster together – after even having the controversy they had and losing their head coach, uh, just amazing. I, I've really enjoyed watching them play. I think they're averaging over 125 points a game. It's just an insane amount of offense up there in Boston. One more quick uh, opportunity for you to chime in here. LeBron James eclipsed the 38,000 career points. He's now number two all-time in the NBA. Uh, is this the brass ring at the end of the LeBron James era, Brad? I think it should be, um, and I think he'll get it. And I, I, I commend him. He's had a fantastic career. Uh, you know, he's been a good ambassador to the game. I've really enjoyed his career. He's played for seven to, or 18 years now. Hard to believe it's been that long. But, yes, I think once he does that, he can hang it up and be happy. First-round Hall of Famer without any question. Great career. We didn't get to our college basketball chat, but we'll do that in future weeks here on Bartow Sports Zone. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you have a great weekend. Don't forget high school basketball tonight here on WBHL. For Jackson Hyde, Brad Stevens, and Alan Sanders, I'm Charles Wilson. Have a great weekend, everybody.